Hi, and welcome to the Circle of Film podcast. I'm Ryan, and join me as I step into 50 Shades Darker on today's review episode. I can show you the world. Just take a look through my eyes. Fifty Shades Darker. That's right, the sequel in the Fifty Shades Oscar-nominated film series uh, based on the books of the same names has just come out, uh, I guess, what, two weeks ago now? Almost two, a week and a half uh, as of this recording. It is Monday, February 20th, and... Uh, after 2015's smash hit over Valentine's Day weekend, uh, we finally, finally get the sequel that everyone has been waiting for, and it is done quite well at the box office, uh, based on the <clears throat> reputation of its predecessor and the success of the novels. But, I, I digress, I... I I guess I'll, I'll address the first film uh, here for a second. I I think that it's uh, you know it's it's watchable. Uh, you know, as I said, it is an Oscar-nominated film for best original song. Uh, and while it's no uh, you know Apocalypse Now, it's no Citizen Kane. You know, it's uh, it's watchable. But, en- but enough about Fifty Shades of Grey. We're ta- here, to- here to talk about Fifty Shades Darker. And let me tell you, this film, and I say film because I mean film, is incredible. And, and, I'll-, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Firstly, I don't really remember too much of the first movie as far as plot goes. Uh, my best summary of it would probably be something along the lines of, uh, Anastasia and Christian meet, they develop a little thing for each other, then she's welcomed into Christian's, uh, BDSM lifestyle, whereupon she agrees to become subservient to him in all things, and then subsequently hates that and does not want to do that anymore. And that's about as much as I can remember the first movie. So we start the second movie, and our two main characters that we fell in love with are are not together, you know? Our Jack and Diane, they, they're not with each other. Our Fanny and Alexander are... It's... it's sad and you know you want them to be together you love these we love these people we need them to be together we we have to have them together uh and so right from the get-go uh, uh, anastasia is is kind of shown as just kind of you know moving through her life she's back to it she's working she's an assistant to a writing editor uh, or a, a literary a literary editor, I'm sorry, and you know he's handsome, but she's not like super into it. You know she's at her job, she's trying to do that. 
she goes to this art gallery. One of her friends is a photographer and realizes that he is showing off six photos of her. And minutes, seconds after she realizes this, her friend tells her that these photos have been bought all by the same person. And she's kind of uh, stricken by by this revelation. And she kind of like glances around at the pictures. And then she turns around. There he is. Christian Grey. He's the one. He bought the pictures. Like that's... That's brilliant, you know? Like you you set up this 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 idea that you know she she doesn't like herself she has issues with herself uh as a as a person and uh this in a way serves to help validate who she is you know because you know as he says he doesn't like the idea of someone else spending all day admiring her looking at her you know, he wants it to be him. He still cares about her. He still has feelings for her. He loves her. And he's in, he's intent on proving that, you know, there's, there's still something between them. He asks her for dinner. They go to dinner. And it... It starts out so well, you know. We we needed an organic way for our characters to get back together, and I think that him buying photographs of her that she wasn't aware of is perfect. I, I loved it. I really did. Um, but kind of stepping out of the the plot in in such a detailed exploration of it. <coughs> excuse me. Let's let's look at like why this movie works as well as it does. And I think the biggest reason is because, unlike Fifty Shades of Grey, Christian actually undergoes a huge arc for himself in this movie. Uh, You know, at the end of Fifty Shades of Grey, he was distraught. You know, he has this lifestyle he needs and that he needs to be a part of. And, you know, he's he's a sadist. And, you know, he thought... And she thought as well that, like, she could be the masochist in the relationship. And yet, it's just not something that, that sits fits her, you know, her personality, her style. And so, on a very fundamental level, they don't match. But then, Fifty Shades Darker, now he's, he's, start, he's trying to overcome these tendencies of his. He... You know, he tells her, he swears to her, he would rather, you know, she is more important to him than these urges that he has. You know, he has complete control over them, and he's willing to set them aside just for her. You know, he's willing to change for her and be a better version of himself. And that is good writing. You know, and so... But like that that's not it, you know? That it's it's more than that because that's that's the first step in, in Fifty Shades Darker for Christian Grey's character. Then he proceeds to go on and, and as their relationship develops, as they sort of get back together and then really get back together, and then their boyfriend and girlfriend, and she's meeting the parents again, and then they move in together, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, you know, by the end of the movie you really come to understand him as a person. You learn about his tragic backstory with his father, uh, you know, 
you know, why he, he really has problems being touched in certain areas on his body and how he's able to overcome those because of her and only with her. You know, she's opening all of these pieces of him that he thought he'd never be able to reveal to other people. And yet she's able to do it. You know, she's able to kind of stand up to him and, and you know, in a way, you know, dominate him into submission almost uh, to kind of reveal who he is and, and what type of a person he is. And uh, to speak on that a little bit more, you know, the first movie, in my opinion, was kind of a letdown in, in how much sex it had. You know, they, they say that these are, like, porn without being porn. They're, they're, you know, acceptable porn for people to watch. And while there's definitely sex in the first movie, I felt it very tame in comp- compared to what I expected there to be. Whereas, while Fifty Shades Darker does take a little bit of time to kind of build up to those moments, when they hit, oh, they hit hard. You know, you get... A lot of great sex scenes in this movie. Uh, you know, um, oh, uh, not uh, yeah. Dakota Johnson uh, bears everything. You know, on more than one occasion, Jamie Dornan has a great body. Uh, you know, it's 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 enough to tighten your pants a little bit. If I if I can be a little bold, uh, I know. And, uh, and it's better sex, you know. You want it to be more toy-heavy. You want it to be more about the control, more about the restriction, more about the subservience, more, more fist-clenching, more daring. And this movie brings that. It, it goes bigger, it goes harder, it goes deeper than Fifty Shades of Grey in this area. And... I think that's going to really, really uh, play well with, with fans of the series. And, you know, they'll be happier with, with what this movie is giving them than what they got in the first one. And while I haven't read the books, so I, I don't know if that's more accurate, if, if it's just more of a kind of more buildup in the first book, and each book progressively becomes dirtier and dirtier, I'm not sure. But... That's the way the movies seem. That's the trajectory the movies are certainly taking at this point. And uh, they're all better for it. Also, tertiary characters. They crushed it in this movie. You've got Marsha Gay Harden as uh, Christian's dad. I'm very sorry. <laughs> as Christian's mom. Uh, and she is brilliant. You know, she plays that role so well, uh, just between her interactions with Anastasia and Christian, uh, as well as um, uh, Christian's, uh, the rest of Christian's family, and the, uh, oh, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna remember her name, Uh, Elena, uh, played by Kim Basinger, another great tertiary character uh, who plays kind of the Mrs. Robinson in Christian Grey's life who kind of helped open him up and and that her entire plot line kind of filters in to the main story helping to develop Christian even further and the relationship Christian has with Anastasia 
uh, culminating in a very climactic scene that really had me on the edge of my seat. And between all these tertiary characters, most of them are, are female, uh, minus uh, what's-his-name that, sh that Anastasia is working underneath. Um, they're all female. You know, you've got oh, uh, Kate. Is Kate her name? Leela. No, Leela. It's, it's Leela, who is a former flame of... Christians, you know, you get to see his past, you know, you, we learn so much about Christian in this movie, like, this is a great character study for him, and, you know, with all these additional characters, you know, this movie passes the Bechdel test quite easily, I might add, you know, with flying colors, you know, for a movie so dependent on this central male figure, for there to be so many conversations between women that don't involve him is is incredibly progressive. Like this is like this is just the script and this this screenplay like firing on all cylinders here. Um, you know, likewise, you've got uh, a killer soundtrack. You know, that's what the first movie uh, was recognized for: best original song nomination. Um, I. <sighs> can't really speak to whether or not this movie gets the same thing. There weren't any songs in it that I heard that weren't already released, but like that doesn't necessarily matter because if they were just written for this movie, then they're still the original song. So as far as that goes, I'm not entirely sure, but great soundtrack, a lot of huge pop hits to kind of fill in the montages of time, help us pass through and get to the more important parts of the story faster. You know, this is this is the the height of of scoring within a film. You know, this is Danny Elfman at the top of his game right now, putting in every ounce of effort, every bead of sweat into this movie, you know, to make it as great as he possibly can. And I was just uh, astonished. I was completely astonished. Uh, you know, Dakota Johnson and, and Jamie Dornan uh, give great performances. They're really starting to come into the, uh, their own on these characters now. Uh, you know, I don't want to go into too many. I don't want to really go into too many spoilers regarding this film. You know, even though it is a book. You know, I haven't read the book, but you might not have read the book. And there's a lot going on here. It's great. It is. It is so good. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the next one. It's, you know, it just, it does everything so well. It progresses, uh, through this plot line, through the relationship. As they grow together, they learn to talk things out. They're having conversations. They're working out their problems in a very organic way. You know, there's, there's tension, there's drama toward like this, last in the last act of the film as we you know we're concerned for their safeties you know we don't know who's gonna you know there's a tragic accident toward the end of the movie we don't know whether or not this character survives or not until you know we we determine until you know we're fi we figure it out let eventually uh you know there's not any big cliffhangers at the end of the movie 
but there is a, a very great um, kind of result for the the couple, for the pair of them. They they have a nice time together. Uh, this movie it just does it just does everything so right and. I'm shocked that so many people have given this bad reviews. You know, it's got a 2.0 average on Letterboxd. And I don't know. It's 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 a great movie. Okay, now let me be real. Uh, that's all bullshit. <laughs> I couldn't help it. I, 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 you know, coming back from the movie on the bus, I, the idea to like have a satirical review for this movie was too easy to pass up. Yes, it passes the Bechdel test. Yes, I do think the sex in this movie is better. Yes, they try to do character development for Christian Grey, but it's shitty and awful and doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever because these are aspects of him that they had in the first movie that they're now just completely pushing aside just to fit them like her character who is far better written and yet has no progression in this movie whatsoever except she has regression back to like the sniveling girl she was in the first movie where she thought, yeah, I can be subservient. And she's like, well, no, I'm a strong woman. And in this movie, she's like, I'm a strong woman. Oh, but now I really want to be subservient. Like makes no fucking sense. Whatever. Uh, they're, they're like, they're going to get married, uh, which is whatever it feel And like the, the time passing from the songs, like makes no sense. It's awful. It's, Put into every little spot like every 10 minutes you have a new song it felt like suicide squads like first half hour the tertiary characters are the flattest written pieces of shit i've ever seen marcia gay harden you know i don't know why she agreed to be in this movie she's far too good for it and kim basinger is just a mess i don't know what the hell she's doing i think they're setting her up to be a big antithesis in the next movie or whatever but i really couldn't care less about her character everything is so badly written the dialogue is awful the delivery is awful uh, you know I, I i just i just don't know i just don't understand as far as i'm concerned this these movies should have been nc-17 they should have gone much harder with the sex aspect of it because, like, if that's the whole point, why do we get, like, four sex scenes with, like, barely a few boobs, you know? And, like, not that I need say, like, not that I even care, because I don't like these movies. But if women, if, like, middle-aged women are the demo for this these movies, why is the only nudity female? You know, where are the penises that we're fully expecting to see? Uh, you know, why, why at all? Why aren't there more sex scenes? I don't, like, they should have been NC-17, cut out the shitty music that you're, that they're probably paying way too much money for, uh, and, and, like, you know, they're already written as badly as porn anyway, so 
like you're good there probably don't need to get like recognizably named actors in this movie at all and it'll do just fine as long as the people look pretty because Dakota Johnson and Jamie Dornan and Kim Basinger and uh, Marsha Gay Harden and like Rita Ora and Tyler Hoechlin, Hecklin, I don't know how to say his name, Hugh Dancy, you know, Jennifer L. Is she in this? I don't even, like, I can't remember even seeing her. Anyway, all these people don't need to be in this movie. They, whatever they're paying them, don't pay them. They shouldn't be in this movie. Pay like a tenth of that money for, you could probably pay a tenth of Dakota Johnson's paycheck to like the entire cast of like shitty people, shitty actors to fill in your movie and make it and you'll make back 20 times what you spend because it's still going to attract people. It's not like you have kids going to these movies. It's adults, kids that want to watch porn can just do it on the internet. I just, it just doesn't make any sense. Can't believe last minute, the last movie got nominated for best original song. Wasn't even a good song. If this movie does, then I weep for the future. There's like a masquerade ball scene at one point, and Christian Grey's mother, who's fucking hosting it, is like, I hate masquerade balls. Like, why are you having one then? Christian Grey gets in an airplane accident, which comes out of nowhere. Why is he flying his own plane? He's the only person in it besides this woman who they also, they both miraculously survive. We never see the crash. We don't see anything following it until he just shows up. Oh my goodness. There's so many fucking problems with this movie. It is terrible, 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 terrible. And I hated that I was like giving it a positive review. But I also think it was very funny. But maybe, maybe you didn't. I don't know. Anyway, the first Fifty Shades of Grey came out Two years ago, I watched it a year ago, right before the Oscars. I gave it a one out of a hundred. I gave it a one. Yeah, it is the second worst film I saw in 2015, from 2015. The worst being The Boy Next Door, which I also gave a one, but has a lower Rotten Tomato score. Uh, yeah, it's also so long. Why is it so long? And, like, then you have this asshole boss of hers that's just completely stereotypical, tries to rape her. She fights him off, and then presumably he's, like, just gets the shit kicked out of him. And then he's fired from his job. His entire life is ruined. I, whatever. Whatever. Fifty Shades Darker. It's awful. Don't see it. Don't do it. It's a waste of money. Thank you. That's been the Circle of Film Podcast. That was my review of Fifty Shades Darker. Uh, if you want to find me, you can go to Fifty Shades. Oh, my God. It's just, it's seeping in. I can't even talk. If you want to find me, you can go to circleoffilm.com or you can send your emails to circleoffilm at gmail.com. Happy to hear any of your comments, concerns, questions, or answers. Until next time. Fifty Shades of Grey, the sequel. Fifty Shades Darker. 
I can't, I can't end it like that. Anyway, whatever. Uh, don't watch it again. Check out the other episodes. Ignore this one and, the, and this movie. Uh, and as always, have a week. So long, farewell, I'll be the same goodnight. Come on, baby, why don't we paint the town? And all that jazz. So long, farewell, I'll be the same adieu. In the name of love, one night in the name of love. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So long.